0: and chew podcast where we are going to have a ton of fun today why because we get to review the college football playoff rankings we get to live react today we're actually being able to record at the time where we get live react oh my goodness i am excited jared is excited we are pumped to be with you today before we get into the episode where we are going to review the BYU bye week did we win did we lose did we tie what is going on was there a record-setting performance you will get to know next we get to talk about proper football we get to talk about many other things Fake accents, Nifty Nine, it's going to be an incredible show. Before we get into it, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at to RoyalPod. pod. find lots of fun and interactive content there. We want to get to 200 followers by the end of the season, so make sure you are sharing the post with your friends. We're slowly climbing. We want that get uh, that little jump right before the end of the season. Without further ado, let's get to it now. Let's boo. But that field
1: judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, Practice bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, go, yes. Let's go, wild Let's 10. go. Baby. Let's go, think the
0: ball. We're at a waterfall, dude.
1: <laughs> he put his butt down here. <laughs> go,
0: go, go, go,
1: go, 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 go Yellow. Hello! Hello, hello, Welcome into to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Your favorite podcast, our favorite podcast, mm-hmm. and the greatest podcast. Yep, the greatest podcast of the
0: team that went undefeated last week. Clap it up. Uh, we
1: will actually get to uh, BYU football in a little bit. Yes. But first, we have a little bit of roughhousing. Time to get rough. Uh, Seeing as Dan isn't here, we are going to uh, do it without him. We miss you, Dan. We love you. We miss you, Dan. Also, the listeners also miss Dan.
0: Gone, but not forgotten. Exactly. Just a quick little preface. Dan is not dead. No. (laughs) He's just not here today? Yes. So just wanted to let you guys know that.
1: Yes, we needed to clarify. Uh, We know there's a lot of blue check marks out there Mm -hmm. that are saying interesting things. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett was reported dead by the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was actually (laughs) like at QX73339. So, uh... Yeah, we are the $8, $8 a month, baby. $8 <laughs> Only $8 a month to spread credible
0: misinformation
1: on the internet. Nice. Sign me up. <laughs> Russia is signing up for that one. Oh heck yeah. Um, alright. Uh first item of business. Uh before we get to sports sports, sports we must talk about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever mm-hmm. came out last Thursday. It did. Uh, did you? W- were you able to see it? Unfortunately, I was unable
0: to see it. I am currently in a situation where I'm waiting for the paycheck to hit and for five dollar t- or whatever
1: dollar Tuesday to come around. Of course, that is a situation that befalls many of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did go see it. I will not have any spoilers. Ah, uh, yes. But I will say the beginning, very emotional. I hear Rihanna sings to a
0: video compilation of Chadwick Boseman uh, I, on the Marvel logo. I can neither
1: confirm nor deny, but I will confirm that it is very emotional. Hmm. Uh, I think it is very good. It is a very, very good movie. I am uh, currently planning on seeing it again ah, this weekend. Nice. So. Very is, good. It is that caliber of a movie. Once you and Dan see it, we will have a full movie breakdown like we did after the amazing cinematographer. Cinematographic, the sure, cinematic yeah. masterpiece of Morbius. Ah, that we saw. yes, Morbi—it's <laughs> Morbin time.
0: You know what my favorite part about Morbius was when he goes into that spot and he just morbs all over
1: the place. <laughs> yeah, that was something. Morbin time, baby. Um. Anyway, uh, let's get on to true sportage, shall we? Yes, in the spirit of Dan,
0: you know, gone but not forgotten, uh, not dead but alive. We must talk about. Proper football. Mm, yes. proper football proper football proper football in it, like time to put some beans on the toast in it. oh my goodness <laughs> time to talk time to talk footy with the lads oh yes uh- <laughs> grab a pint <laughs> come on geezers we're talking about footy Justin's
1: going all in on the proper the, football today the pitch is looking lovely today lads uh BYU women's soccer uh women's proper football yes mm-hmm. uh Won three nil in their uh, revenge Not game in, in the revenge game. Yes, we'll call it that uh, against Utah Valley University mm. in the first round of the NCAA tournament, the College Cup tournament, as it is called. Oh yes. Um, they are now advanced to face three-seeded Stanford at North Carolina. Mm. Quite cheeky, isn't it? Uh, yes, quite cheeky. Thursday in North Carolina. At mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, probably on ESPN+. Plus. It actually got changed to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard it's, Time, as reported by Tom Homer. It It has been moving around because it was noon, and then it was 4, and then it was 1, and now it's 5. Mm-hmm. So just tune in anywhere in that mix, and you'll probably catch it. Yes, or maybe it's four. I don't remember if he said six central time or six eastern time. I don't but know. But he said
0: something. It's on but,
1: ESPN Plus, so 95% of people
0: won't be able to watch it. That's true, but we will because we're sports fanatics and we pay for that stuff, of course. Absolutely. Um, in it cheeky? Cheeky. In it cheeky? Mm. I do, but if, if I am not mistaken, mm. I betwixt myself to say that... BYU, the last time they played a regional uh, game in the uh, this soccer tournament. Oh, sorry, proper football tournament. As you might mention, the last time they played at the University of North Carolina, they did done uh won that uh, sporting event. Am I not mistaken?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Very good. It
0: sounds like a fact. Don't let facts get in the way of a good story, shall we? If it's not, if I am not mistaken. If my cheeky geezer brain thinks that we beat UNC at UNC in one of the in the tournament last year
1: that that is true we also beat Virginia there as well in yes. a revenge game yes and we are playing Stanford who's a revenge re- game, a real regional rival as we'll get to later uh-huh. our regional rivalries will pop mm. back up again yes, yes, uh, yes, yes but yes, yes. yes I am excited I hope we can do it uh, if we win on Thursday we'll play again on Saturday Ooh, most likely against the University of North Carolina. Might I
0: interject? It interject as you would. No more proper football, just for now. We're going to talk about. Oi, real, oi, oi, oi,
1: oi. We have one more well, item it. of proper football. This just my little interjection oh, okay.
0: because it, d- it was Thursday and Saturday. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Real, 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 real football. My intramural football team. Oh we yes. We won our second round playoff game, nineteen to zero. Lockdown defense that calls the Legion of Boom. Um, incredible. Uh, we also have our next playoff game on Thursday. And if we win, we also have our next playoff game after that on Saturday. So quite the connection.
1: Oh, yes. Back uh, to the cheeky geezes. If, if we had to pick or choose, we would definitely choose Justin's intramural team winning both of those rather than the women's proper football team. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, anyway, to wrap up our proper football segment, yes. uh, we must go to the... Uh, let's see here. No. Uh, I'm not going to say any of the things that are coming to my mind because okay. I would like this to remain a clean podcast that the oh. little, the little chilly woodlands could also listen to. Oh, well, that's not very British, are you? No, but we, <laughs> but we are going to Qatar, uh, because the world cup is only four days away. Oh my. It begins on Sunday. Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, you wanker. Sunday morn. <laughs> uh, Yes, Qatar will kick off the World Cup uh, playing some random team at 9 a.m. on Fox oh, nice. uh, on, on Sunday. So get ready for that. We'll have a little more of a World Cup preview uh, on Thursday, or Friday's episode coming for you. But get ready for that. Be ready to wake up at 3 a.m. every single day for the next month uh, to watch these games. Mm-hmm. Now to talk about a semi-real sport.
0: Okay. Um, we're going to talk about college basketball a little bit. Uh, we know we have said that we will not acknowledge the existence of basketball until after college football season ends. But, of course, there was a bye week. There's other stuff going on. And we will address BYU basketball because we know that's important to you guys. So even though it goes up against our belief system, we know it's important to you, so we will do it. Yes.
1: You know, that's that's definitely... Uh Uh, One of our founding pillars here is sacrificing personal beliefs for the good of the Commonwealth. Exactly, for the the Commonwealth of the Royal Strong and True podcast. So let's talk about a
0: men's basketball team who traveled to Viejas Arena to play San Diego State University, who was ranked number 17 in the nation. It went okay, but we ended up coming home with a small loss to the
1: Aztecs. Uh, Now, at first glance, uh, I wasn't able to watch this game. I was on a plane. Uh, But... At first glance, it doesn't seem terrible. We lost by seven to mm-hmm. a nationally ranked team. That's yeah. a quad one game, mm-hmm. right? That's a... And apparently, from what my sources are telling me, we looked competent and competitive. Sources? Sources. You got a source? I have several. Oh, my. Yes. Several sources. Count me in. Big J journalist right there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Justin, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, mm. not mistaken, mistaken, uh, you were able to watch this game, so uh, why don't you break it down a little bit for us?
0: I was able to watch this game. It was bye week, not a lot going on, so it was, uh, it was a Friday. I was I can't remember I was doing dishes or something had it on. <laughs> it's a wonderful Friday night activity. You should try it out uh, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, we looked good the whole entire time. We took the lead at the beginning, never really let, let go of it. Uh, San Diego State would go on runs to tie the game, and we would go on a run to go up by 8 again and went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until the end, where Rudy Williams had some costly turnovers that ended up basically costing us the game. He did play very well offensively, scored some points, had created for himself. But we weren't moving the ball around very well towards the end. Only I think it was you know less than 40% of our shots were assisted on during the game. So just those turnovers late. San Diego State being a better team, you know, more cohesion, <laughs> and guys coming that. back from last year, ended up just outlasting us, beating us by seven. Not it is not a loss to be ashamed of.
1: Okay, it, and, and you know what. Coming into the season, we didn't have any expectations whatsoever for no, this team. No, no, so no. the fact that we were competitive, that we were, uh, we looked competent. Yes, there are things to clean up: the turnovers, the ball Lots movement, right, the offense, fouls. Um, that's something that we can improve upon, right? If we were able to play that kind of a game, a kind of a slugfest, very icky, turning the ball over and whatnot, like you say, if we can go from here and improve upon that, like that's that's a very good step to be at, right? Losing by seven. An away game against a nationally ranked opponent. I think that's that's good. I'll, yeah. I'll say it. That's good. Good outcome. Not great, but good. Yeah, no, that's a good outcome,
0: especially when there's other teams out there like, uh, I don't know, Florida State, who is 0-3, losing two bye games at home. Teams like, I don't know, TCU, that lost to literally one of the worst teams in college basketball, Northwestern State. So, that's a Q4 loss <laughs> at home. So, there, there are worse things happening around the nation than what is happening to BYU basketball.
1: Yes, and... Uh, in college basketball, that's that that is college basketball. All you can ask for is a win. Exactly. You just don't want to be in that group that sucks, and that those are the Florida States, Louisville, Syracuse, TCU, those kind of groups. Um, now uh, we have to uh, talk about something that was said in the press yep. in the in the, the press realm. Uh, the Creighton head coach, talking about his matchup with BYU. BYU's going to play Creighton. Creighton's a top 10 team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play them at a neutral site in Vegas, I, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he called it a good rivalry that we have. It's a good regional rivalry that Creighton has with BYU. Yep. Uh, Justin, how, how? what? Yeah, you know, that's interesting. Um, a regional rivalry. What region are we talking about? Uh, Creighton is from South Dakota, I believe, or is it North Dakota? Uh, South Dakota. They're from South Dakota. We are from
0: Utah. So my only guess as to what region he's referring to is the states towards the center of the United States that people forget that exist if they don't think about it.
1: Okay. The Creighton's from Omaha, Nebraska. Sorry. So basically they played
0: the neutral game in in South South Dakota, Dakota,
1: but they are from Nebraska. Yes. Uh, that just tells you all you need to know, right? Yeah. From Provo. To Omaha, it's just one big conglomerate mm-hmm. of cows. Yep. That's basically what we're fighting for. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, we haven't played Creighton a lot. Uh, no, no, we haven't. We're 7-4 and four against them all time. Mm-hmm. We've played five times uh, since 1975. Yeah. And all of them have been after the turn of the millennium. Mm. So uh, it's not like this is a storied rivalry or even a real rivalry. But, you know, if he's seen it like that. I'll take it because they're a top ten team, they're a tournament team every single year. I'll I'll take it. I, I would like to be included in that group. It's like Yeah, why not? It's like when you're like I don't know, twelve years old and you can get invited to sit at the grown ups table sure. and you're like, I don't know how this happened, but I'm not complaining.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean you're developing a rivalry, you know, maybe with a team that's good. You know, yeah. it's not just like another, like, okay, well, University of Utah sucks. Utah <laughs> State sucks. Like our basketball rivalries, you know, rivalries are always crazy, but our rivalries just aren't that fun because our rivals suck. And we kind of have sucked too. Yeah. <laughs> but so if we can create a rivalry with teams that are good, you know, we've kind of done that with Gonzaga. We've done that with St. Mary's, of San, San Diego State, San Francisco. It's kind of changed throughout the years who
1: our rival is. If we want to develop one with Creighton as a good team, why the heck not? Yeah, I 100% agree. Let's just get these games home and home, right? Yeah. I want to play at Creighton, and I want Creighton to come to the Marriott Center. That sounds great. I, amazing. Super cool. We're playing in Las Vegas this year, so
0: it will not be in either of those locations. But, hey, maybe we'll get it to happen. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Uh, that's
1: one thing that I do, I will say about this uh, basketball schedule is there's too many neutral site games, not enough mm. home games, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, we don't have any big names coming to the Marriott Center. I mean, just right? like
0: when we play Utah State or Utah at Vivint Arena. Like, Why? <laughs> no Why? The, or, no, the, like,
1: we're not even playing Utah State anymore? I think that's ridiculous. But we're not going to get into that. This is already way too much about basketball. Um, women's basketball lost to Colorado State, Montana State, and then Oklahoma. Yeah. Do we need, to, do we need to talk about that?
0: Uh, they played well today. Okay. Similar loss to San Diego State.
1: But well, let's move on to some really yes.
0: real football because we got some really real things to talk about. First of all, the USFL,
1: of course, one of our favorite spring football leagues, <laughs> announced a new team. Yes, they dropped the Tampa Bay Bandits, which was uh, my team. Yeah, and the Los Angeles Wildcats, it, which was my team. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so they've had a new team, the Memphis Showboats. And let me tell you, I was already obligated to choose this new team because the Bandits were have been done away with. I am all in on the Memphis showboats. That is the coolest mascot or name I the the logos sick and it also reminds me of Red Dead Redemption 2 when you go onto the steamboat and you rob everybody in the poker sh- in the poker p- place. So uh, I'm excited. I'm, I I am a Memphis showboat. That is me. Heck, yeah, baby. I would like to
0: uh, publicly apologize for my confusing my confusing of the two spring leagues. LA Wildcats were taken out, but not of the USFL, of the XFL.
1: How could you confuse the two? But
0: we do have to talk about the <laughs> XFL because they had their draft today. Huh? Nobody really even knew what was happening, but the XFL had their draft today. It was kind of an interesting thing. that They drafted quarterbacks. They drafted a few things. We really don't need to talk much about it, other than the fact that they are poaching players from the USFL.
1: Yeah. Also pain more or something? Who knows? I I have no idea. I I honestly didn't recognize like any of the names on there no, except I, for Ben definitely. Denucci. Yeah. Ben Denucci, which you know was a backup in the NFL, now going to play in the XFL. Huh? Is Samson Nakua going to the USFL or XFL? USFL. USFL. He's going to play for the Pittsburgh Maulers. Good, good, good. Yes. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that we've talked a lot about. Everything except what this podcast is about. Hey, so. that's okay. We are sharing our passion with you guys. Yeah, We
0: know you love it, and if you don't, it sucks keep, to keep listening. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we've been watching uh, Michigan State, Kentucky just uh. while we wait for the uh, ranking show to come out, yep. which, by the way, as soon as that happens, we are going to stop what we're doing, drop it immediately, and we'll cover that. We'll um, live react. Live react, which is going to be amazing. But. We were also watching the Battle i seventy-five Bowling Green at Toledo, thirty-five degrees, pouring rain that's turned into sleet and then snow and then back to rain again. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to say one thing: the Mac is amazing. Yeah, the Mac for, is incredible for playing these Tuesday and Wednesday night games in the middle of November. Like it, that's incredible, and it's also incredible football. I heart action. Oh, I like that. Justin was, like, signing something. I was like... I heart maxion.
0: I love, love action. Speaking of weird football... Ooh, this is just going to be our last little thing before we get into BYU football. I need to mention this because I am freaking pumped about it. Let's go. The University of Texas at Rio Grande Valley, UTRGV, <laughs> is reviving its football program. Yes! Schools are bringing their
1: football programs back. I cannot wait to see UTRGV play football. That's amazing. I have I, I assume these are like the Pioneers, uh, RGB. I, I don't know. They all are I know, not. They are. <laughs> uh, all I know is that whenever a football team revives its football program, that is good news. It's like. They're every, the Vaqueros. The Vaqueros.
0: <laughs> amazing.
1: They're not freaking Vaqueros. Very culturally appropriate for that region of the country. <laughs> um, yes. I'm just going to say it's like every time uh, a. Bell rings, an angel gets its wings, or whatever. It's like every time a football program revives, or every time a university revives its football program, the Royal Strong and True podcast explodes into claps and rounds of applause. Now, the last thing we
0: need, or we need this to happen now, actually, Wichita State needs to revive its football program
1: and then name Ted Lasso honorary head coach. Absolutely. (laughs) And I just want to see Jason Sudeikis in an AFC Richmond outfit coaching the Wichita State (laughs) football program. Oh, heck, yeah. I would absolutely love that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, now on to real college football. Mm, We know mm, we've done a housekeeper roughhousing for the last Mm. 20 20 minutes. Uh, BYU had a bye week. Mm Mm-hmm. What is the ultimate verdict? Did BYU win the bye week? So, we
0: got through the week without hearing any obvious news of transfers. Yes. So, that's a win. Uh, No reported injuries from practice this week. Although, would we expect them otherwise? Probably not. No, we would not expect them to report that. But, (laughs) to my knowledge... Nobody rolled over in an ATV and broke their hand. That is true. We would have heard about that. That is good. And we have heard at least one player is planning on coming back next year, George Udo. Okay. So um, I would say overall,
1: it was a close fight. The bye week covered the spread, Mm. but BYU won the game. I agree. I agree. I think just coming out alive... Mm. is a win for BYU, yep. and that, and we did that, mm-hmm. like the Aaron Rodgers meme. We're not dead. We're not dead. Mm-hmm. Um, what are our goals for these next two games? Just kind of looking ahead, uh, obviously Utah Tech is going to be a win. We are going to make a bowl game, mm-hmm. but for the next two games, what is something that you want to see? Because – for me personally, my number one thing is I want to see Jacob Conover in both games. Yeah. Obviously, we're gonna see him or Cade Finnegan. I don't care who it is. I just sure. want to see a backup quarterback, somebody that's not Jaron Hall. I want to see what we're looking like for the future. Heck, Soulja. Sol I don't care. Nick or, Billups. Yeah, Nick Billups. He's the other guy. Yeah. Yep. Play them all. I don't mm-hmm. care. I just I want to get a good look that we have not seen all season. We should have seen a lot more of our backups this season. Yeah. But not because of injuries, because we've been up by a lot. Yep. Um, and for me, it's all about the quarterback position. I Mm -hmm. want to know if we have something in the stable or if, as reports have told us, or sources have told us, BYU will look to the transfer portal in 2023.
0: Yeah, you know, I just want to see us win these football games, and I do want to see Jacob Conover play. I want to see some backups get some, you know, reps. I want to see Hinkley Ropati maybe get some more Mm -hmm. reps. I want to see us get guys ready for next season, and I want to see what Kalani said, right? Kalani said that he was going to talk to players and figure out what their plans are for next year. And if their plans are to not come back, don't show them the field. Ooh, I mean, if they're going to the draft, yes, they can. Right, right. If they're seniors. But if they plan on just transferring away, don't let them see the field. Play guys that want to be there, that want to develop with the program. We're at a point in time now where guys that haven't played, maybe like, I don't know, Dom Henry, Corbin Green, maybe, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just (laughs) throwing that out there, can play without exhausting their redshirt. Yeah, so totally. let them play. Let's just win these football games. Utah Tech is not a bad FCS team. Mm-hmm. They've actually been pretty good this year. Stanford, frisky team. They were in the middle of the season. They've sucked the last three weeks. Yes. So I just, we have to beat Utah Tech because this is an FCS team. We have to, have to, have to beat Stanford because they are the bottom of the Pac 12. And they beat Notre Dame. So, even though we lost to Notre Dame, we can say that we're better Ooh. than Notre Dame through the transitive property. Revenge.
1: Revenge game versus Notre Dame versus Stanford at Stanford. So, let's do this math here. Yes. So, we lost to Notre Dame by eight. Yes. Stanford beat Notre Dame by two. By two. Yes. So, that makes us worse than Stanford by ten, yes. technically. Yes. And so, in order to complete the Avenge circle, uh-huh. the revenge circle, this is really weird math. Yeah. We have to win by more than 10. Or if we just win by 10, we're all equal. Yes, exactly. Then it would be like the Pac-12 circle of suck. That would be like a very Kalani thing to do. It it would be. We'd be up by like 17 or 24 and then allow two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, win by 10. Yeah. And Kalani's like, don't care. We won. Mm -hmm. At this point, I think I agree with you because... And we're kind of just ad-libbing here because the game is probably going to go to overtime now. Yeah. (laughs) Tied at 62 with 3.7 seconds left. But I do have a thought. Um, With what you were saying about not letting players see the field, what are we playing for at this point, right? Mm -hmm. We're guaranteed a bowl, basically, because we're going to beat Utah Tech, right? If you don't beat Utah Tech, cancel the football program. Yep. But we're going to make a bowl game. But no matter if we win the next two games or just beat Utah Tech by one and then lose by 100 to Stanford, like – our bowl game and our matchup will be the exact same. Yeah. We're not playing for anything anymore this year. So let the players that will be playing for something next year, let them be the ones to see the field. Let them be the ones to get the reps, get prepared. Let mm-hmm. us, as fans, see what we're going to have in the stables for next year.
0: I absolutely agree. I mean, that's, that's the way it's got to be. Like, You have to give guys a shot eventually. You have to let them see the field or guys are going to get frustrated. You know, even if you are Richard and you wanna see the field, especially against Utah Tech, like your expectation is we're gonna get up big and I'm gonna play in this game. Everybody and I'm gonna be able to showcase my talents. There's no reason to let guys that are, you know, transferring showcase their talents even more just to get a better transfer stock. It is not our responsibility to help those guys at that point, as much as Kalani might as a good human being think he is responsible for. Let let's just
1: see guys play. That's all I want. Yep. As far as margin of victory. I don't know if I care that much. Utah Tech, I would love to win by, like, 40 or, you know, but, like, yeah. that's not going to happen. This no. is Kalani. He's not going to no. win by more than 20. Especially and then, because he knows the staff. Exactly. Yep. Buddy, buddy. If We know one thing about Kalani is that he's nice to people that he knows, yep. right? <laughs> and then against Stanford, um, I just want to see us win. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's going to be one of those weird games where neither team has anything to play for. Stanford, not bowl eligible, you know, not going to be – BoU is already bowl eligible, but has nothing left to fight for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I think it's going to be just like an ugly kind of game. I don't
0: know. Yeah, and Utah Tech, they're a weird team. You know, um, they started out the year 1-6 one one and, six. Six, and have since won three straight, including one at number 19, Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they are playing well. It's kind of weird. They've played Southern Utah twice this year. That's um, weird. FCS, man. Yeah. <laughs> FCS is incredible, uh, yeah. So there we're a team we can't overlook them, but you know, the goal is to win by forty, beat Stanford, at least at the very end of this, go eight and five, walk away with our semi semi ish respectable <laughs> season, and move on the next year. Uh,
1: let's, let's say it this way: looking back on this year, like five ten years in the future. Maybe maybe 10 to 15 years in the future, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to look back at this and remember the hype that went into the season. We're going to look back and be like, "Oh yeah, remember the year BOU went eight and five, That was kind of weird. Like we won 10, 10, eight, you know. So it was okay. We're not going to remember the hype, and I think that's what's most disappointing to me is how much hype we had yeah. coming into the season and then going eight and five, supposing that we were to win out.
0: You know I absolutely agree. Hopefully, you know we can win out, do better with some recruits because right now our current recruiting ranking is sitting at fifty-seven.
1: That's probably not good enough to really compete in the Big Twelve.
0: No, it is absolutely not enough to compete in the back. -back What are are some teams teams around? It is almost the bottom half. Yeah, that's that's NCAA.
1: That's not not a place that's going to get you. uh, I don't know. I that's a place where you will go eight and five every year. Right, yeah,
0: I mean, and not o- the Big
1: Twelve, but
0: obviously, like, like signing day hasn't come yet, so a right, lot—not even this the is early going, signing period. A
1: lot of this is going to change, like it's going to change incredibly. But I wouldn't expect BOU to vault ten spots in either direction.
0: No, but the teams around us right now are, uh, you know, Wisconsin's there, UCF, interesting, Georgia Tech, okay, SMU, Memphis, Colorado State, Virginia, Houston. All in school.
1: I mean, let's be honest, if you take Wisconsin out, oh, and they're going through a coaching change, so that yeah. can, that obviously impacts recruiting, because um, we have no idea who their head coach is going to yeah. be. But we want to be better than all these teams. <laughs> right, that's like, these are like middle of the pack to good, just like a solid G5 team, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. SMU, Virginia, bottom of the Power Five, right? BYU doesn't want to be that. We're going to have to improve, and I think that's going to bump up once we go to the Big 12, but it's sure. going, we're going to have to put more into it than what we are right now. Oh, yeah, we're, there's no way we're going to be a top 10 recruiting class ever. Like, no, it's just no, 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 not no. going
0: to happen. Maybe maybe not even top 20. I I'd, I'd say top 30 would be amazing. Right? right now Cincinnati is sitting at number 26. Okay. And Our realistic goal should be to recruit about as well as Cincinnati
1: does. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, in my in my opinion, I'd say yeah, anywhere from 35, you know, and up would be great. Yeah. If that's the range we're in, I think that's Enough to compete for a Big 12 title. Yep, I absolutely agree. Um, well, anyway, since the game is in overtime, let's mm-hmm. just head on to our nah, 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 Nifty Nine. Shut the music, baby. We
0: start things off in Nashville, Tennessee, where the commies of the university serving as the SEC's tax shield, otherwise known as Vanderbilt, was taking on the absolute locked, guaranteed number two pick of the NFL draft. Huh? Will Levis and the Kentucky Wildcats. Levis will his way to proving he belongs on those draft boards, completing 48% of his passes for zero touchdowns and one interception. Wow! Meanwhile, Mike Wright was writing history as he threw for over 100 yards and a. Tudley. And Ray Davis raised hell, scorching the field for 129 yards and a. Tudley. Vanderbilt's SEC losing streak comes to an end versus the most overrated team in college football history, beating Kentucky 24-21. to 21. Clap it up for Vanderbilt.
1: Good job. Tell me if you've heard this before, Boom. Okay. A mediocre Purdue team goes on the road and beats a top 25 team. Hmm, I have heard that before, Boom. Purdue has per-done it again as they marched into bubbly Illinois and claimed the land in the name of Thomas the Tank Engine. <sighs> Aiden, better QB than Jared Hall, according to some NFL scouts. O'Connell and Devin Mockingbee outdueled Danny DeVito and Chase Browned his pants, according for uh, accounting <clears throat> for four total touchdowns in a 31-24 win over the fighting Midwestern statesman. The Big Ten West remains number one in all our hearts, as none of the teams control their own destiny only two weeks from the Big Ten championship game. That's incredible, boom. Next
0: up, we head to Nick
1: all lanes,
0: Louisiana, where a large wave with green food coloring was fixing to make some Golden Knight Jumbo. The Knights put on their best Cardi B impression as they took their bucket and their mop, called that a wet air plane, as they dried up the green wave of Tulane that made what looked like a raging tsunami turn into nothing more than a kiddie pool. Both offenses played well, but turnovers ended up being the difference. Do I sound like a high school football coach, Boom? <laughs> As Tulane's two turnovers ended up
1: being the nail in the cup, UCF wins it 38-31. to Tell me if you've heard this before, Boom. I'm listening, Boom. Alabama gets preferential treatment by the referees and sneaks out of a close game with an undeserved win. Sounds about right, Boom. The sip was rockin', and the powder blue looked absolutely gorgeous! Wow. But it was not enough, unfortunately, as Lane Kiffin's addiction to going for it on fourth down and the SEC officials' fear of what might happen to their families if they let Alabama lose again resulted in another Alabama victory. Hate to see it, Boom. What a shame. But we must look on the bright side. Jackson Dart's head is somehow still attached to his body! So there's that. That was quite the face mask, Boom. <sighs> Ole Miss remains overrated, and Alabama remains Alabama. Winning 30 to 24. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. am I thrilled that I get to be the one to rub salt in Bevo's wounds? <laughs> to quote James Draws on TikTok, Texas, uh, what happened? Uh, how did you lose the TCU? Uh, the biggest lie in the world is still ringing in my ears as I listen to Sam Ellinger say, Texas we're
1: back
0: <laughs> what a joke the hypno toad reigns supreme as they embarrass the longhorns and steal the
1: grease right out of Quinn the bust viewers mullet with a 17 to 10 victory Wow tell me if you've heard this one before boom I'm intrigued boom the pack X cannibalizes itself out of playoff
0: contention that's three in a row that I have heard boom
1: in an absolutely fantastic Saturday night showdown the Oregon Quackers. Not Quakers, mind you. Good brother Joseph. Important distinction. Took on the Washington Barkers in one of college football's best rivalries that doesn't have a name or a trophy. Oh, I submit Stuck Up Knob Strife. Yes. As the rivalry name, and for the trophy, just a big ass log! Yeah! Anywho, the Duckies took a page out of Tuiaki's playbook and played zone all night long allowing Michael Mayo Genitalia Jr. to throw for 408 nutting yards and two tootlies. In the end, Kalen the and the cute little dookies stole playoff hopes from right under Dan Lanning's stupid, smug little face with a 37-34 victory.
0: Quite a a bold strategy going for it on fourth down on their own 37 in a rainy atmosphere and the running back just slipping and falling, not even giving himself a chance. Boom.
1: Yep. Turf monster will get you. I wonder
0: if it'll work. (laughs) We head to sunny Los Angeles, California. Sorry, let me put my California accent on. on. We head to sunny Los Angeles, California, That's that's, Mm -hmm. where certainly the Pac-12 would not self-sabotage any hope they had at the playoff, (laughs) right? WRONG! In front of the record-setting crowd in Pasadena, 173 fans, that's a lot, where the (laughs) cats that are also bears spoiled Yogi the Teenage Bears party reaching into his beehive and yanking a 34 28 upset right out of the honey now that isn't groovy boom (laughs) completing the pack 12 circle of suck yeah where there is a perfect circle yeah of all 10 teams being worse than the other transitively (laughs) yeah
1: this is pack x after dark yeah that was a trip boom (laughs) ha! now Tell me if you've heard this before for the final one. Mm. The ACC is irrelevant. Four for four, boom. Let's go. Four for four. Yes, I know UNC is 9-1 and one and technically has a path to the playoff. Huh? Ha! JK got him! The playoff committee would never allow them in, even nope. if they were 12-0. and 0. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They just don't pass the brand test. Nope. The heels of Tar carried the rest of their bodies into the, into the heart of Exorcism Lamb to take on the demon deacons of Fake Warrist. We were all disappointed when this game didn't hit the over, but we were reappointed when we considered another possible Clemson loss on the horizon. Huh? Drake, no, not the overrated rapper. May, no, not the not the the uh, month. Oh, not not that one. Not the month. Continues to cultivate a two and on like following, throwing for 448 yards and three touchdowns and a completely overlooked 36 to 34 victory. Hey Boom, Do
0: you wanna be utterly saddened and confused? Why yes, please. Well, by the transitive property, mind you, this is a tried and true method. Okay. UConn is 30 points better than BYU.
1: <laughs> UConn?
0: UConn is 30 points better than BYU in football. BYU lost to Liberty by 27, (laughs) but Yukon beat Liberty by three points. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I want to eat a strand of barbed wire. Wow. Anyway, yeah, Yukon beat Liberty. I'm depressed. What more do you want?
1: Hey, Huskies, bull eligible. Wild,
0: technically. But also not at the same time. They are <laughs> bowl eligible, but not bowl confirmed, as ah. they do not have an official bowl tie-in like Notre Dame and BYU do. Why? So Why if, wouldn't UConn have a bowl? If <laughs> there are enough, if there are enough bowl eligible teams that have conference tie-ins, oh no. it is possible that UConn could be left out. But it is looking like that not enough teams will reach 500 this year,
1: and that UConn will have a spot.
0: That's wild. So UConn is still on the edge of their
1: seat. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? You get bull eligible for the first time in 590 years, Yep. and then you don't get an invite because yep. you haven't been bull eligible forever. Because you're independent, and nobody likes you, and you don't have a tie-in. <laughs> kind of sucks. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's wow. A, that's
0: a first-year head coach at UConn right now, right? Yes,
1: Jim Mora lives in a haunted house. Clap it up for that guy, dude. Let's hire him. It's like an OC or something. Heck yeah, why not? And Michigan State missed yet another potentially game-winning field goal. So, uh, field goal as in basketball field goal? Yeah,
0: yeah. Michigan State just sucks.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I hate Kentucky, and I love the Big Ten, but it looks like Kentucky's going to walk away with this one. Finally, let's recap uh, the college football weekend. Let's do it. So, picks review first. We have a lot to talk about here. It was a rough week for uh, speak, for one of us. Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh yes. Uh Dan and Justin are now tied. Justin went six and six. Six, or six and and four. four. Dan went record, five and five. Uh, so now they are tied. Fifty five point five percent clip. Jared, unfortunately, this guy, dude, this guy doesn't know anything. Jared. Two and eight. Two and eight. <laughs> Two and eight? That's probably one of the worst records we have ever had. Yeah, I you have to be trying to do that back, right? Good. That's, That's good. good. So, 2 and 8. Oh, only one free throw made? Oh, okay. Double uh, just on shot one and then call time out. No, he missed the second one. Yeah, missed missed the first made the, the second. Okay. Anyway, dude, this is so dumb. We planned out our whole schedule so that we could watch and react to the college football playoff rankings yeah. reveal. That
0: was supposed to be at the beginning
1: of the episode. We are literally reaching <laughs> the end and we'll do it at the end. Yeah. Um anyway, picks. I am now one half game above 500. I am 59 and 58 on the year. Hey, that's good. That's good. Technically, that is a winning record, and that's what I'm going to stay with uh, till the end of time. <laughs> the fans, however, are kind of fanoodling us right now. Mickey
0: Mouse schedule. Mickey Mouse schedule. Fans don't count. Your, your record does not count because you have not played as
1: many games as we have. Uh, if, if they had... They would currently be hitting at a 60% clip, which is 10% higher than ya boy. Let's see.
0: They've played in how many games so far? It looks like 110, and we have played in, what is that, 117? Yes. So let's give them seven losses, okay? Okay. 66 and 51, and they are still one game better than Dan and I. <laughs> Frick you! Mickey <laughs> Mouse schedule doesn't count!
1: Um, anyway, who would have known that Groupthink would be better than... Are wildly biased and completely impractical picking solutions. Hey, we're all over five hundred though. We are all over over five hundred. Here it goes. Three, two, one, and he dunks it to tie the game at one point four. It's going to go into double, double overtime. overtime. Dude, how are we gonna? We got a filibuster here. We we do have the filibuster. Okay, they chucked up a oh my full court shot and it did not work. How the heck do you leave him that wide open? I don't understand. <laughs> he dang. literally just drove to the center of the. Yeah. I. Yeah. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely
0: redonkulous. So, uh, yeah, we, we get to talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, should we just take a timeout for, like, 30 minutes? I, I don't know. We can take a quick little timeout, but let's say right now, this is before the college football Kay. playoff ranking. Yep. What, and then we'll come back. What yeah. are our predictions for the dumb crap that the college football playoff committee will do this week?
1: Uh, I'm going to assume Alabama jumps way up there. Yeah. Uh, the three teams out of the top five Five or out of the top four mm-hmm. will be in order: Tennessee, LSU, Alabama. Okay, those will be five, six, and seven. Okay, um, that's my that's my prediction. Ole Miss also, Kay. I don't think will drop farther than eleven. I think they will stay at eleven or move up. Okay,
0: that's fair. Um, I think UCLA is going to drop incredibly low. Oh yeah, probably the twenties. But North Carolina with that win, I would not be surprised to see them jump into like I don't know number that number eleven the spot that okay. Ole Miss is currently at. Maybe Ole Miss moves down one. There's a, gonna be a lot of movement. My, my thing is, this is my prediction. Kentucky, mm. after losing to Vanderbilt, will still somehow be
1: ranked number twenty-five. <laughs> it's the SEC, dude. They play such a just slog of a schedule. It's so hard. All the teams they had to go to Vanderbilt. Did you mm. know that? Yep. You know how many teams win when they go to Vanderbilt? Not all of them. Not all of them. Not mm. all. I mean, probably ninety-eight percent of them, but not all of them. It's a tough place to play.
0: Yeah, and Oregon as
1: a two loss team, I guess, will still be in the top 10. Oh, okay. Just because, freak it, why not? Okay, yeah. Uh, I think it would be very funny if UNC is somehow like in the top 10 now, and the Kentucky's, the committee's like, oh, wait a second, there's another one loss P5 team out there? Oh, yeah, you, you're in. Like, week to week, they have literally no rationale between nope. their picks. No. Nope. It's literally just what they pull out of their butts that morning. Uh huh. Um, anyway, we are going to take a slight pause and come back to you. When uh, it's time for the show, I'm sorry, everybody. This is that's okay. Poorly planned on the part of uh, John po- Capieri yes. and and uh, what's his name uh, Tom, Tom Izzo. Izzo. Tom yes, Izzo. poorly planned on their part. Mm-hmm. They're screwing over uh, college football. They're trying. It's like a power move, right? Yeah. The college football people are like, let's do the rankings reveal. Huh? Oh, oh. According to the Cornhusker Tribune Daily, oh, we got some on. breaking news. Hold
0: on, I do have to. We have to verify because d- Twitter will verify for Twitter you. Twitter is very, very weird right now. Um, this
1: is an awesome podcast.
0: So it says the Cornhusker Tribune Daily okay. reporting Nebraska, but it's also at Horny McFrog. Um, and they only have Corny 79. McFrog? They only have 97 followers. So I'm going to end up saying that this is a fake account okay. and I will no longer report
1: this breaking news. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Um, anyway, just scroll on Twitter. Uh, BOE is going to wear their new uh, Navy and Royal men's basketball jerseys tomorrow at home. Love it. Uh, I like that. Um, other than that, the World Cup is starting. I'm very excited. Uh, Landon Donovan chose England as his dark horse to win it all. Is England a dark horse candidate? Can you consider them a dark horse? They're a world power. Uh, I... Frick them. Frick them. Frick them. <laughs> <laughs> we hate England. Uh, somebody posted a picture of Christian Pulisic pulling up his shirt and showing like his undershirt. I don't think it's real, hmm. but they said, I want this to be Pooley babies, or we call him Pooley baby. I want yeah. this to be Pulisic's celebration when we beat England. Okay. And on his shirt underneath it said, it's called soccer. Oh yes. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. That would be incredible. Yep. I think, I think the winner of that game should get to decide what the English speakers nation or worldwide have to call the beautiful game. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. We can take the name back. We can do it. Soccer. We can do it. And then our segment will be called Proper Soccer. Proper Soccer. I would just use American accent. <laughs>
0: Proper Soccer. Uh, dude, I don't even know what to do there. I don't even know yeah. uh, uh,
1: Another photo. Okay. Uh, XFL released their footballs. Here's a picture of oh. a football that the XFL will be using. Okay, so they used to have, like, some X's on the tips of the balls. Yes. Now it is literally just an NFL ball that says XFL instead of NFL. Yep, uh, it is the chairwoman's signature that is on the
0: ball. So I don't know how many footballs out there have signatures of women out there being officially that used is in a professional league.
1: That is definitely so. the first one. There's so none other.
0: Yeah, uh, there you go.
1: That's uh, interesting. Uh, all right, Uh I think we're good then. Uh, should we hit pause? Let's hit pause. Okay. Time travel right now.
0: Two hours
1: later. And we're
0: back. <laughs> Only took six billion hours and two overtimes later, but
1: uh, here we are. Yeah, if you are still with us, let's clap it up. Amazing. Amazing. You guys are the best. Thanks Kudos for sticking with us. Kudos to you. Um, through our little filibustering, um, uh, <laughs> but here we are. We're here. Uh, it's it, it's good to be here. I it think is we good can to all be here. Agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now they're spotlighting teams. Yes, they right are. Right now, Washington. Dub over Oregon. That was a uh-huh. big game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, TCU over Texas. We talked a Incredible. Bit about that yep. one. Uh, here's my take on TCU. If I'm this yeah. committee right now, I look oh, at TCU. We oh, do oh, got mind. some teams. Okay. Number 25, Cincinnati back into the rankings. Okay, yeah, okay.
0: yeah. They just defeated a good team. We'll take
1: it. Bloody hell,
0: NC State is still ranked. Yeah, there, there's no reason they should be ranked. If you I, take more than one loss in AC in ACC play, you should be automatically disqualified from the rankings.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, we do love to see Oregon State back in there. Yep. Oklahoma State's in there. Some Big Ooh. 12 love. Tulane did not drop
1: out after losing the UCF. Ranked at number 21. That's very interesting to me. You have three teams from the AAC in the top 25, mm-hmm. Tulane stayed ranked. That's a considerable amount of respect for a G5 team with two losses. P6, baby. They are the P6. They are the P6.
0: And not after Cincinnati and UCF <laughs> and Houston all leave, but <laughs> yeah. no. Should we take Tulane, too? All right. I forget. Tulane played well let's play just this year. Let's take right?
1: Tulane. Brett, your mark's like, we'll also be taking Tulane. Thank you. <laughs> Add the Louisiana market. Get the Louisiana recruits. <laughs> Uh, as we move on to 20 through 16, UCF still only up to 20. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's okay. Florida State all the way up to 19. Nah. Notre Dame at 18. Washington 6, 17. UCLA sixteen. Okay. Yeah. I Here's my problem. Why is Notre Dame ranked? Yeah. They, they beat Clemson, right? But they also lost to Marshall and yep. to Stanford at yep. home. Yep. I don't understand. You can't just forgive those losses because no, they can't. beat an overrated Clemson team. No, I, you can't. I don't understand it.
0: Makes no sense to me either. I don't think Florida State should be as high as they are. They're really only benefiting that the teams in front of them lost. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason they're moving up. I am ex- I am surprised to see UCLA stick around at number 16. Yes. I thought they would drop a little farther after losing to an unranked and terrible Arizona team. Though they are coached by Jetfish.
1: Yes. And they're on the come up. Uh, here we go to 15 through 11. Kansas State, 15. Mm. Ole Miss drops to 14. Okay. that More than I thought they would. I yeah. thought they would stay put. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina still not going to make the playoff. Eight, nine, and one. Yep. The best offense in the ACC, which is saying something, right? Because yeah. Clemson is an incredibly juggernaut offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, UNC still at 13. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, you know, I honestly thought Ole Miss would fall a little further, but oh well, what are you going to do there in the SEC West, of course. Kansas State at number 15. We do like seeing more Big 12 teams in the top 15 team, hopefully setting up a ranked top 15 matchup in the Big 12 championship game. Yes. We should also mention Oregon has dropped to number 12, and Penn State is at 11. So far,
1: I don't have any big gripes with the rankings. Yeah. Small gripes, but nothing it, egregious. Exactly. These are things where it's like, besides the NC State one, I can yeah. screw NC State and Notre Dame, but like – Like you said, they're small gripes. It's not anything egregious at this point. Um, Oregon falling to 12. UCLA falling to 16. Mm -hmm. That leaves USC the lone Pac-12 team in the top 10.
0: you forget, we haven't
1: seen Utah yet, who is ranked at number 10. Though they are a
0: two-loss team, they (sighs) do play um, Oregon this week, though. So uh, that will be very interesting. One of them will drop out entirely of the top 15. As they will take
1: three losses on the season. Uh, you would hope so, <laughs> unless there's a
0: tie somehow.
1: Yes, I hate, I hate Utah. I hate that they are ranked number ten. Yeah. What have they done to deserve this? I don't know. Beat San Diego State. Good job. You lost out Florida. Bad Florida team. Clemson moves up a spot. I. What? How is Clemson still in the top ten? What? This is ridiculous. Okay, gripe number one. Clemson, still overrated. Yeah, Clemson is absolutely freaking overrated. How Are is, you kidding me? How? They beat Louisville by only two touchdowns. Louisville sucks. Let's let's think about this here. Clemson and UNC. Okay? Yeah. What good wins does Clemson have? None. Zero. None. Zero. None. What wins does UNC have? Zero. None. App State. App State? True. Mm-hmm. They beat App State. That's more respectable than Furman or Georgia Tech. hmm Clemson... Has the exact same record, has the loss to the same team uh-huh. by more yep. than UNC lost to, and yet they ranked ninth. UNC is ranked up in the 15th. You know, that makes absolutely no sense. It's literally
0: brand bias. It completely is. It is absolutely brand bias. Just because UNC has a smaller alumni base in Clemson, or Clemson has, not been, Clemson has been more relevant in the past than UNC has, of course, they're not going to let UNC into the party. Speaking of these big fan bases and brand bias, at number 8 we have Alabama. They did beat Ole Miss. I don't have any huge gripe for them moving up a spot. I do think that they're ranked too high to begin with. Yes. But I don't know.
1: I mean, what? it's, it's okay that they moved up a spot. I'm not well, mad about What has Alabama done to impress us, right? And I I'm sorry, Mark. I don't want to feel like we're singling you out. Yeah. But Alabama, you could say is two plays away from being undefeated. Yeah. You could also say they're two plays away from being 5 and 3. Yeah. You know, five and four. So I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Alabama has shown us anything that merits a top ten ranking. Much like Clemson. Yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Uh, this is. I. I don't know what this tells me now. UC, USC stayed ahead of Alabama. Yep. I think that means that their playoff hopes are st- maybe still alive. Oh
0: yeah, they're absolutely still alive, and it, it's just a matter of whether or not they are going to keep two. Um, Big 12 sorry Big 10 teams in. Mm-hmm. You know when Ohio, when Ohio State and Michigan inevitably pl- uh, bl- 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 sorry, <laughs> I'm just all over the place right now. When Ohio State and Michigan inevitably play each other in the game, one of them will go to the Big 10 Championship game, the other will not.
1: And it's my professional opinion as we see Georgia number 1. Yeah. Wow, didn't see that one coming. Not surprised. I think that the loser of Ohio State Michigan should be eliminated from the playoffs. I agree. Mm-hmm. Michigan does not have the strength of schedule as Ohio State comes in at number two. Michigan uh-huh. doesn't have the strength of schedule to merit, right? Like losing to Ohio State, the only really good team on your schedule, that doesn't put no. you in the top four. You're done. And Ohio State, as Michigan comes in at number three, yeah, Ohio State hasn't looked impressive enough to merit. I mean, they do have a win over Notre Dame, but we've said Notre Dame is a little overrated. I don't think that if they lose to Michigan, they should be included in the playoff either. And this is come from an Ohio State fan, right? Mm-hmm. I think only one Big Ten team should make it to the playoff. If not, we riot. I agree. And I'm a Big Ten fan. I I
0: wouldn't mind seeing USC in the playoff. Do I think they can compete? No, I don't think USC (laughs) is any good, actually. But it would be fun to see a West Coast team get in the playoff, get some representation. Though, you know, USC isn't our favorite school. Heck, let's make the West Coast relevant. And let's make the West Coast relevant without making the Pac-X relevant. Because USC is going to the Big Ten. As
1: TCU, the Toad, comes in at number four, still in the playoff (sighs) hunt. See, no, I understand that they have not been as dominant as any of those top three teams, but I think that their body of work, their number of wins over top ten teams, or ranked teams, the the way that they have beaten a great team, the Big 12 is full of great teams, full of good teams, there's Mm -hmm. no bad teams, Mm -hmm. they've won them all, I think they should be number two, but that's just me.
0: I think they should be number three. I think Michigan should be number four. Michigan hasn't done anything to prove that That's they true. are a top four team this year. Though they are undefeated and in the P5, so you do have to give them that. There's not any teams. There's only four of those teams out there. So, I think Michigan should be at number four and TCU should be at number three, in my personal opinion.
1: Uh, coming in at number five, we have Tennessee. I think we all saw this one coming, right? Yeah, the Volunteers. Uh, I think this next one is going to be interesting because you have two loss LSU uh-huh. and you have one loss USC. My guess is that LSU is at 6, USC is at 7. Okay. Uh, We will find out here shortly. Uh, It's interesting because LSU has looked absolutely pitiful at times. Yeah. And honestly, they haven't deserved their ranking. Let's be honest. They beat Bama. Yeah. But what else have they done? They got absolutely schmogelogled as they come in at number 6, LSU at number 6. Yep. They got schmogaloggled by Tennessee. Uh huh. They barely beat Florida State. Or uh-huh. no, they lost Florida State. Yep. Should've they lost, lost Florida State week one. They barely beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. Like they've been squeaking through. they barely schedule. beat
0: Arkansas, the team that got blown out by Liberty.
1: Exactly. I don't. I don't know. I think it's kind of heinous to put USC below them, just given what they've done. But then again, USC hasn't looked all that impressive either.
0: No, they really haven't. USC hasn't beaten anyone. Literally, no one at all. The only good team they've played, Utah. They've lost to. Yep. That's Notice true. how I didn't say great team. I said good team. <laughs> good team. Yep. Uh, as we uh, mentioned, number six was LSU. So I was right on that prediction. And seven was USC.
1: Yeah. Um, at this point, are there any locks for the playoff?
0: Georgia's a lock.
1: Uh, no matter what happens, right? Georgia is an
0: absolute lock, in my opinion. Either Ohio State or Michigan, absolute lock. After yep. that, TCU is in, but... They're basically like since he was last year, right? Yes. They won. They did what they were supposed to do, much to the chagrin of the playoff <laughs> committee. If they win out, they will be in the playoff. If they lose, they'll be out.
1: Yes. It's as simple as that. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I agree. I think there's a Big Ten lock. I think there's an SEC lock with Georgia. I think even if they were to lose by 30 to LSU in the SEC title game, there's no way they don't make the playoff. I agree. Now, second question. We kind of talked about it a little bit. What does USC have to do to make the playoff? Do you think they need help or do you think they control their own destiny? They play USC or they play UCLA this week and then they'll probably play Oregon uh, or maybe – no, not UCLA again. They'll probably play Oregon Yeah, they'll probably, right? or Utah again. Oregon or Utah, yeah. In the Pac-12 title game. How sturdy or how, how confident are you that USC can make the playoff by uh-huh. their own accords? Now, they're going to need some help. USC obviously needs to win out. They can't lose another yes, game. If they lose, absolutely. they're out.
0: But they, I, in my personal opinion, they will make the college football playoff in the following scenario. Okay. Georgia beats LSU in the SEC championship And I game. think
1: we all expect that to happen. Uh-huh. Ohio State
0: beats Michigan handedly or vice versa.
1: And then goes on to win the Big Ten.
0: Yeah. Given our biases, we'd say Ohio State beats Michigan handedly of course. and then beats whoever the – the Big Ten West representative is by 6,000 points. In that scenario, there is a four-spot open. TCU moves up to number three. There's a four-spot open. I think USC gets in over Tennessee just because, at that point, they are a conference champion. Tennessee Mm -hmm. not even playing in a conference championship game.
1: And I think that's the most likely scenario. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think it will come down to that. I would hope, I would hope that... TCU or that uh, USC would get that spot. Yeah, because Tennessee, like, they've looked good. They haven't looked great. I'm gonna be honest. Like, they did beat Alabama and they looked very good against a couple of other teams. They did not look great versus Georgia, though. No, they did not. They got oh, handled mm-hmm. by Georgia. And if the SEC wasn't like a conspiracy mafia, yeah. they would have lost by more, right? Mm-hmm. But the SEC called into Kirby Smart and said, "Hey, take your foot off the gas pedal so we can get Tennessee in the playoff as well." Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I don't know boo corrigan is now on the tv he has a very slappable face he does I, yeah that you can just tell that anything that comes out of this man's mouth will be blasphemous look at that haircut look, his hair is literally
0: the same color as his tie
1: yeah gray Jeez, louise and he's oh putting my that gosh. the the pin on his lapel the cfp pin way off yeah that's not where it's supposed to be Nope. The wrong side even uh, I will say Reese Davis with, like, the all-gray suit, gray tie with the, like, purple pocket square. Yeah. square. TCU supporter. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> TCU supporter. TCU supporter. Good luck. Um, anyway, this man has no idea what he's doing. No. These rankings change willy-nilly every single week. Yeah. Uh, finally, TCU – or Tennessee mm-hmm. versus the field. Yeah. How – when it comes down to it, will the committee value conference championships over Tennessee? I will Tennessee be held accountable because they don't have a conference championship? I want to hear what you think and what like what you think should happen and what you think will happen. I don't know if they're the same. Sure. I think what should happen is that absolutely
0: you have to value conference championship games. If you I have the same record and you win your conference, there has to be a reward for that. I have on the record said before that – Conference championship games without the expansion model of the playoff are becoming nothing. If you don't make the college football playoff, what does it matter that you won your conference? It doesn't doesn't mean a dang thing except for maybe a contract incentive.
1: And vice versa too, right? Because if you win your conference championship but don't make the playoff, it didn't matter anyway. Yeah, but if you don't win your conference championship but make the playoff…
0: Exactly. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So my personal opinion is that it should matter, and my personal opinion is that it will happen as well. I do think that they will value it. They've said in the past that they value conference championships. Tennessee, obviously, in a tough situation with Georgia being in the same division as them. But you have to give... I mean, it would set a very weird precedent if they said, okay,
1: both teams have the same record, but we don't (laughs) care that you're a conference champion. You have literally one more win than the other team does, but we don't care. Yeah, yeah.
0: That no. would had a weird precedent, so I, I think the playoff committee isn't going to do that. I think, yeah, they'll, they'll value the championship.
1: I would hope so. And I'm going to say this. I think that USC winning out is the only way we don't get two SEC teams in the playoff. I agree. There's yeah. no other team that is going to take that spot. No. Right? Because we know LSU is going to lose to Georgia. Yeah. If not, that's massive conspiracy. We riot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's rigged. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, SEC rigged. Double, triple rigged. Double and triple rigged. Absolutely. Um, but I think if USC loses this week against US- UCLA, which would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. But I kind of want USC to win just because I don't want two SEC teams in the playoff. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I don't know. I, and there's no one else, right? No one else is going to take that spot. Not even Clemson. I don't no, think if Clemson, Clemson wins no. out. Clemson's out. Yeah, there's no way. Um, anyway, that wraps it up. Finally, finally. <laughs> We're done. We are done. We're done. Parting thoughts before we sign off. Uh, I'm excited to watch BYU
0: get back on the field. Hopefully we don't see a max exodus in the transfer portal. That would be like a worst-case scenario for BYU. But, um, you know, just keep your eyes on what's going to happen.
1: I think changes will be made in the next few weeks. Just buckle up. It's going to be right. I agree. Buckle up. This is when college football gets very exciting this week. We do have a couple of headliner games, some really, really good, very crucial games. Oregon, Utah, Mm -hmm. USC, UCLA, Mm -hmm. to name a few. TCU Baylor. TCU Baylor's got a huge one. Yeah. Um, And we're starting to see the little rivalries pop up just to kind of give us a little taste for next week, right? We got Yale, Harvard. Just a little taste for the tipsy 10, maybe. We also got. The, whatever they call it, the Stanford Cow Nerd Bowl or something. Um, and then you have Bedlam, which bedlam. is completely meaningless this year, <laughs> <Yep>. hilariously. Absolutely. <laughs> Just um, disgusting. But uh, this week is kind of going to be the calm before the storm. Yes, it is. All the SEC teams are playing their second and third FCS schools of the year. Yep. Um, Big Ten, obviously, no one's watching uh, the Ohio State and Michigan this week because everybody's looking ahead to next week. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised. A little parlay from Jared here. Take whoever Michigan and Ohio State are playing. I don't know who Michigan's playing. Oh, Illinois. Um, take Maryland and Illinois and the points because both of these teams going to be looking ahead to next week.
0: Hey, UCLA did it. Looked ahead to USC <laughs> and what did they get? A massive
1: L at the hands of Arizona. They got a Rhinos horn up their arse. <laughs> That they did. All right. I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs> that's a good note to end Rhino's on. Rhino's horn up the arse. Uh, this has been a fantastic episode. On mm-hmm. next week's, or on next episode, yep. uh, Friday, hmm? we will be coming out weekend watch guide preview for yep. this week. We will scout the heck. Mm-hmm. The living heck. Out of Utah Tech. Out of Utah Tech. Yep. <laughs> um, we'll do a little house games, a proper football update. We'll mm-hmm. also give you a World Cup breakdown hmm. of how it works for all of you that aren't so acquainted with. Proper football, like myself, Uh, and it will be very exciting. And then, uh, yeah, then let's just sit back, enjoy the weekend. It's we we are in the home stretch, everyone. As sad as that is, that is sad. It's still exciting because this is the best part of the season: rivalries, bowl games, rivalries, CFP bowl games, conference championship games. Love it, love it. Yep, can't wait. And also, one last thing: a lot of things. The Big Ten West is hilarious. <laughs> no team controls its own destiny. Literally, any team could win the Big Ten West. That's wild. And the, Ohio even St- Northwestern can. Ohio State and Michigan, the two juggernauts of college football, are in the same division, and so the loser just you're out. But meanwhile, I, in the Big Ten West, <laughs> you're yeah, the winner's gonna go play like an eight and four Iowa team or something. Can't even move the ball offensively. I think that's amazing though. I I know I'm just rambling at this point but the Ohio State Michigan game means so much right now and it would mean less if they were to meet up in the conference championship game. Yeah, if, were, right? if there was going to be a rematch. Exactly. Like that wouldn't that wouldn't it wouldn't mean as much because the winner goes to the playoff, winner goes to the Big 10 championship game. Winner basically wins the Big 10 with yeah. the big West. houses. I don't know. I'm just very excited for that game. I I mean already looking ahead to it.
0: Keep an eye out. You remember what happened last time Ohio State played Northwestern in the Big 10
1: championship game? Uh, it was it was hairy. We'll say that. It was hairy. We had Trey Sermon had to put on his Superman costume. And then he like punctured his lung with a rib in the Alabama game, and that's why we lost. Yep. Sole reason why we lost, Mark. That was the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep, that's We're it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and Chew Podcast. Before we head out, we want to make sure that give a quick shout-out to our Instagram and Twitter at Royal Make sure you're following us on there for lots of fun and interactive content. It's gonna be a party. We want to get to two hundred followers by the end of the season. So make sure you are sharing the post with your friends. We love you guys. We cannot wait to hang out with you again on Friday. Bye bye now. I just to be real.
1: Love you.
0: Bye Goodbye now. Be real. <laughs>